Error. Your car is about to crash. Hit the brakes. I, I don't know. Wouldn't that be wild if you were just like in your car and suddenly that's what you heard? Terrifying. No? I guess. Nothing I, showed up. What I want this show to be is a constant series of surprises and terrifying moments. I want to be, uh, for the listener, an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Hello. Seems like a good thing to get out of a podcast. Emotions. And welcome to the Vergecast. Dieter is very pleased. up in the air. What it, do you score a touchdown? I'm on an emotional roller coaster. Oh, I see. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Vergecast. Uh, today, uh, of course, is the day that we are experiencing reality. Uh, that day being October 15th. You are probably experiencing this reality at a later time. So let's just go on that journey together. I am Neil Patel. Sitting next to me is Dieter Bone. Hello. On the, on the Skype, I got Chris Plant. Hello. What's up, that guy? Missed yeah. you. Yeah. And then How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I really, I really like it when people care for me. But then, I'm actually asking Dieter, but uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but then, yeah, in the hype seat, there it is. Your girl, she is Fumo. It's me. Nicola's here. Hey, it Nicola. It is me. Uh, Nicola. <laughs> 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 can, you, can you just say it me for the rest no. of the show? No, do it. Paper, Paper Magazine claims they found the, the, the original of the I it read me that thing. yesterday. Um, anyway, but Nicholas here. Uh, actually, it, it was, was it a medium week in news? I feel like we wrote a lot of things. We did a lot of stuff. Yeah. We had a big, great feature today on the site about the internet in Cuba that you should all go read. Absolutely. A bunch of reviews. Dieter is in a massive review planning cycle yeah but many of the reviews haven't hit yet yeah like there's there was one today there's like two tomorrow uh next week is going to be exciting the week after also it, exciting it's all and it's all windows laptops which is a fascinating <laughs> moment in walt our, just reviewed a windows laptop walt reviewed one uh vlad reviewed one walt yep. reviewed the the toshiba 4k 12 yeah it's a terrible name the worst name uh and uh vlad reviewed the lg gram can i say something yeah about the lg gram LG, LG acquired WebOS from uh, from Palm. Yeah, but the the last vestige of of WebOS at Palm reorganized itself under gr.am. They called themselves Graham. It had oh my god a butterfly logo. Oh my god! It's all full circle. Named a laptop after it. And guess what? It it's it's bad laptop. Yeah. <laughs> and then Walt's Toshiba was bad too. Walt and I had this hilarious. You should listen to Control. We could talk about it forever. But um, but we had this hilarious conversation. And I was like editing this review and i was like the battery only lasts for four hours like you can't tell people to buy it. and he's like oh you're right um <laughs> <laughs> like that's bad so anyway so windows laptops tons of them coming out we're all very excited windows 10 but they uh still kind of kind of just windows laptops yeah but i'm very excited for this i mean the well. xps 15 looks great the 13 looks like uh, maybe a little bit better than last year, which was very good. And we're all pumped for the Surface Book. Yeah. So, so that's, there's hope on the horizon so somewhere out there. We're, we're in, we're in the Not zone. Here. But at, like I'm saying, medium news. Like it's yeah. like the first wave of bad Windows laptops is beginning to crest. But then maybe there'll be a, like a big wave of a good one. But we're not there yet. But then what else happened? Uh, there's Star Wars stuff going on. A bunch of Star Wars stuff. Uh, we're expecting a trailer soon. Yeah. And uh, Battlefront, the video game, which is uh, why Chris Plant is here. Everybody's posting stuff from there. Watching Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader get destroyed by crashing spaceships over and over again. Yeah. Hype check Star Wars. Uh, People love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's not good. Seems great. Yeah. All right. Not your thing. (laughs) Not your thing is basically what I'm getting out of that. But I do want to talk about something that... Is your thing? That's no, actually a terrible segue. <laughs> Nicola wrote two. Well, you wrote one thing that's great, and then Racked wrote another thing uh, that we also link posted. Well, Nicola didn't write the other thing. What was the other thing? The Metcalfe thing. But you oh, sent yeah, it yeah. to me. And no, was, but there's another one. Of, I have two items going up on the verge. I'm just waiting for the news to slow. Apparently. Uh, uh, <laughs> sure. Wow. I'm waiting for the bullshit to be over, so my work can go on the side. Yeah, I need yours to quiet down. Well, I want to start with the Met Gala okay. because that is really interesting, uh, and. One of the reasons we always love having Nicola on the show and like you know putting your stuff on the site is this fashion tech crossover is a real um, theaters. What what are you wearing? A horrendously ugly watch. Actually, it's better than most smartwatches. What are you which wearing? isn't saying much. It's the Galaxy. Or I'm sorry, it's not a Galaxy. It's the Gear S2. It's Samsung's new smartwatch. I mean, it's better than which most. Lets you 
rotate with the bezel to go through it. Stuff. You can't really see it too well yeah. through my Skype, well, but it looks like you just walked out of a hospital. Yeah, that's <laughs> about right. Um, it's not bad. Okay, so it's Met Gala. You're going to need to start like start at the, the start. very beginning. What nobody knows Gala? what it is. Okay, so the Met Gala um, is an annual fundraiser for the Metropolitan Museum of Art here in New York, the Costume oh. Institute, which is where they have um, like amazing archives of costume all through history. Um, and every year there's this big fundraiser event that's like what they call like fashion's Oscars. It's like the biggest night, the biggest red carpet of the year for fashion, like blows out of, I mean, I can't think of anything we would even compare it to. It's huge. It's a huge night for fashion. So the theme this year is fashion and technology. Uh, and oh. actually it has a lot. They, they went with like a Latin. I don't have my whole Manisic machina. Yeah. Which is incredible. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh Yeah. It's, wow. it's wild. But, so, okay, what? No, go ahead. I was saying, but there's like a, there's like a news component to this. Um, which is Apple the, sponsoring it. Yes. That's which is... New? I, I mean, that seemed... Like, change. I read that and I was like, of course. Like, I don't know who else, <laughs> like, would have. Yeah. I mean, I know who would have maybe wanted to, but... Yeah, they're, they're like, look, Samsung, we're not, we're not doing this with you. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. But then Johnny Ive is on the board. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is on the board. She is. And that's like, this is like a thing. If, Wait, you, what? If, if you've been listening to this show for the past, I don't know, year, the idea that like Apple is sponsoring a, a, tech, a fashion event because they're like pushing the watch and Taylor Swift, like it's all of our themes mm-hmm. sort of like neatly yeah. wrapped together. Are they going to complain about Apple Music at this uh, gala? <laughs> then it would be perfectly yeah. everything. And do they think Spotify sucks? Because that's <laughs> basically all that we talk about on this show. I mean, Beyonce and Jay-Z were the last to arrive last time. And that would have like a title component to it. Oh, I see. Uh, was that the one where, maybe was that where they need... fought in the elevator? No. What, what part that was, was the year it? before. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Last year was Beyonce's see-through sparkly dress because oh, she's vegan now and like has a great body. I mean, she's always had a great body, but she was just really like, no, it's really good now. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a baby and I'm going to make a lot of music about my sex life. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different tangent. Um, <laughs> Fashion and technology. Technology, <laughs> Beyonce, motherhood. Right. Um, but you sent it to me, and you're like, and we both started laughing, mm-hmm. particularly because the racked headline was like, sigh. Like, yeah. Because you guys are kind of over it. Like, it hasn't worked out, right? Um, oh, man. Where do we even start with this? <laughs> <laughs> that is the sigh. That's the sigh you in just the headline. Hate- Circuit boards? Is that the deal? <laughs> it's just that there's been like the last like five years or so, there's been this really unnatural relationship between fashion and technology. And we get on the fashion side this like weird push from the tech side that isn't right. And you guys get this weird push from the fashion side that isn't right. And no one is doing it right. And that is why we here yeah. do we're, this we're all the time because right. we're. Because it's time to, I don't know, something has to give. How do we get it right? (laughs) You need to solve problems beautifully inside and outside. That's getting it right. Don't make stuff and put a fashion, like, pattern and designer name on it. Basically just, like, franchising or something, licensing, that doesn't solve anyone's problems. Right. But fashion doesn't really solve any problems beyond... But there are things like participating that these, in a lifestyle. There are things that these wearables and like different technology aspects, like across apps, smart fabrics, like there's so much crossover. But it's not like being communicated right, and the consumer doesn't know that their life could be better in this way if it looked better, or if it performed better because it was designed better, or in this other way if it has technological functions that they don't even know about. Like both sides don't even know what they can get from each other. Oh, yet. I see. What's your, do you have a, is it overthrow? What's your hat? Like your, you have a word that you use. What word? Every time you're like, it's overthrow figurehead. Oh, operation figurehead. Yeah. Wait, so Nicola, <laughs> Nicola for the past year. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to let you in a little, little Fumo gossip. Nicola for the past year has been running operation figurehead, which mm-hmm. is her plan to take over. First, I believe The Verge, and then Vox <laughs> yeah. Media, and then you know the world publishing in general. I just want to be—I just want to be more like Neil and just be able to talk. 
Yeah, I don't do and shit. Do I, don't know. I think you do like two things a year on yeah. the website, and then you just like are around, like and people you and yeah. people kind of do what you tell them to do. I mean, it, and and kind of is very generous. <laughs> people begrudgingly sometimes do yeah. what I have suggested. Mm-hmm. Rarely do what I say. And sometimes people are it's mean great. to you online, but not that mean. So yeah. like it's fine. Uh, they're they're not that mean. Medium mean? Yeah, they're mean in the way. How many many death threats do you get? I don't get a lot of death threats. See, I mean, I get a lot of joking suggestions that I might wish to kill myself, like at a future time. Mm. But they're not like threats. They're more like, you know, like I think that your life would be improved if you chose to end it. And they're very (laughs) polite. You know, can't can't be too mad about them. Anyway, so Nicola has been uh, running Operation Figurehead, Mm -hmm. and so she very seriously told me a couple weeks ago that this fashion tech crossover zone needs a figurehead. Oh yeah, and she has has decided to be this figurehead. Yeah, I know. I want you to talk about it. Wow, you just really opened it up for me. I'm doxing it, man. Um, yeah. Here I am, ready <laughs> for this. Wait, so there's that, and then you wrote uh, another piece about PAX vaporizers mm-hmm. and how they are. And I actually didn't know this because I do all of my shopping online and don't smoke weed. Mm-hmm. So perfect combination of things, reasons I'm ignorant about yeah. this. But they are putting their vape, like vapes in the jewel uh, like e-cig mm-hmm. in like fashion stores and malls, yeah. which is crazy mm-hmm. to me. So last... March, I guess it was, um, I got an invite from PAX and I knew of it from like friends and stuff. Um, like I already knew what the product was from my personal life. Whatever. It's fine. Cause I love weed. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, what is this press release? I'm going to delete it. But it was an invite to a party and they were having it at Odin, which is this like very cool menswear store downtown here in New York. And I was like, Whoa, what? Like, that's interesting. And I went to the party and it was like any other fashion party where there was like great bar, Lots of good-looking people, a DJ. It was like a regular fashion party, and they were engraving the vaporizers as well. And, like, it was like, oh, cool. It's just, like, this new, like, lifestyle category, whatever. And then they started, like, started getting, like, more press releases from them. Like, now we're in this store. Now we're in this store. And, like, very strategic, like, cool stores, like, in cities where they don't compete with each other. Like, spreading them out. And the more I started to, like, notice what they were doing, I was like, this is really interesting. Um, And I wanted to, like, talk more about them. So I spoke with their... Um, CMO about like what the plan was and like why they why they were looking to fashion why the fashion customer is so good for them this whole like world of expanding lifestyle products and how the two feed each other really nicely um, and it was it was cool and yeah. people liked it so is that an example of fashion and technology working together but by the way if you don't know what PAX yeah. is they make two things they make the jewel which is like a rectangular e cig mm-hmm. looks like a uh, looks like a USB drive which I will I'm just going to dox you right now yeah, yeah. which th- I sit next to Dieter. Uh, you know, here at work. Yeah. And also every other day. Just, and we're we're just here all day waiting for the Verge uh, cast every day. And every now and again, uh, I just will notice theater's just buffing away. Comes just talking, talking on his By the way, I, I can get arrested for what just happened there. <laughs> no, you can't. Okay. I'll protect you. All right. That's why I sit next to you <laughs> to protect you from the vape police. <laughs> uh, and then the, the packs that I think, which is their main product mm-hmm. is basically like the iMac of weed vapes. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And it's like cylindrical and aluminum. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that they're really. My friends call it a weed computer. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to tell the story. We were, we were away. We were on a trip. And like literally we, all the people would be like on the trip. You're like, yo, let me hit that computer because everyone calls it a weed computer. It's not a good story. I just like the right. fact that all my friends were like, let me hit that computer. So the thing mm-hmm. is that it's, yeah, it's beautiful. It looks really great. Like yeah. it, if you put it next to your iPhone, the two look like they are related. Like, mm-hmm. And that's part of the sell is that it's really good looking. Um, and it's a space for like a lot of the product like isn't good looking. And like yeah. e-cigs have this like totally like gross reputation, a little yep. black stick with a blue thing. Yep. And like if you're walking down the street and you see someone with an e-cig, it's like the worst thing to see. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like a Google Glass person. Like you can't oh, even see them no. anymore. But they're that's like totally equivalently accurate. bad yeah. things yeah. to see. You're just like, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like our... Is the fashion like they're they're putting it in these stores? Mm-hmm. And they're like they're trying to get into the fashion world. Are they actually being accepted, or is it like oh yeah, well we'll take your money and let you like pretend that you're with us, but really you're I not think it's with crazy us. that you can Are, walk into a suburban mall and go into like one of those like rustic wooden what what's the name of the store? It has like the the rustic wooden tables. What's that? What's that, Chris? Anthropology. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's really that good, be, though. That would be that awesome. That was really good. <laughs> mom. Give me you one walk into a mall and you go to the store with the rustic wooden table. Is it anthropology? Yes. <laughs> yes. Basically. But, like, it's... It's for smoking weed. Yeah. It's like kind of amazing. Well, the thing is like they can't like they can't say you you can put herbal matter in it. Like that's how they can sell it in right. non-legalized states. You can put whatever the fuck herbal but matter whose you want. Whose mom in, in 2015 is dumb like, can enough you not to be put like tobacco in it? You can. You okay. could. And when you go to the yeah. parties, like I've been to one of their parties and they're like, "Oh, it's for tobacco." I'm like, "Really?" And then I like, opened it and like smelled like weed and mm-hmm. I was like, "What kind of wacky tobacco are you?" Using? Like, it was like one of those moments like Anyway, do you really say wacky tobacco? I didn't. I just looked at them with disappointment in my eyes. Okay, because they had lied to me again. Yeah, and I wish they would get better grades. Yeah. Anyway, but so are they doing it right? Like that's the sort of thing where it's like you couldn't just sell bongs in anthropology, mm-hmm. right? But you can. This thing looks high tech. It democratizes this like subculture, and now everybody can just like use yeah. it. And it's been out for like three years, and I definitely know like of my friends who have them like. It's definitely, like, they treat it with, like, a little, like, sense of pride. Like, they're very, like, happy to, like, have it. And, like, it's very, yeah. like, there's definitely that sense of, like, they're excited to, like, pull it out and, like, use it and show it off. You know what I mean? Like, right. they gained that amount of, like, it's like your iPhone. Like, it's, like, this, I have the cool, sexy version of this product. And right. it is this thing. And I'm here with it. And because you can use it, like, in public easily. Like, it's, so it's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yes. It's and because it gets and, you stoned as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why they like it. They're and like, that, yeah. But, like, it's not like the boxy ones that are, like, big and right. weird and have, like, a tube coming out of them. <laughs> How many vapes have disappointed you, Nick? <laughs> We're going to make you start reviewing vapes on The Verge. Like, really hardcore, crazy <laughs> ones. Um, I think I might have told the story on the show before, but when we went to interview Bill Gates in February, he was totally just stoned out of placed. his mind. He was like, check out my weed computer. That's what I've been working on. <laughs> so we're coming back. And it's legal there, right? So uh, the video crew that I was with was like, we got to go to one of these like super high-end stores. We just have to check it out. So we go. It's basically an Apple store. Yeah. Wait, right? which one did you go to? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> um, was, like, I don't smoke weed. So yeah. uh, to me, she this She went is, with her friend. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my, my, it's, it belongs to my friends. It's not mine, I swear. Um Anyway, so we go, and it's, like, basically an Apple store. Like, same vibe, same, like, very clean design, you know, like, dim lighting. That's sort mm-hmm. of, like, this mood. It, that's what they wanted. But none of the products in the store were designed the same way. It was, like, here's an elephant bong. Like, here's a giant glass pipe that looks like a pirate. Like, it was all this wrong stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, this is, like, these are the products where they're catching up to an aesthetic they're bringing it out of a subculture and into this like modern tech aesthetic Mm -hmm. but i don't know if that's fashionable or just not as shitty right Mm -hmm. and that that, i don't it's not it's it's a it's a little bit of both right because i think the appeal of pax is not just that it's in fashionable stores it's that you can not have to go into a head shop right i mean yeah exactly it's, it's romance novels versus porn right like it's this thing that there's it's it's destigmatized to the point that it can exist in a grocery store and nobody blinks an eye. Right. And you also don't have to be embarrassed when you go in to buy it. Uh, I think like, I think that's why Pax is blown up. Is it, it, there's no shame in buying a Pax? Well, I think buying an elephant that you blow <laughs> like smoke out of its ass. I'm grinning you know, because you just you like really appealing. put it perfectly. That's what it is. It's putting it's putting it in a different context. It's selling it next to like. Common Project sneakers and like APC jeans, as opposed mm-hmm. to next to like I don't even know whatever is in like a gross head shop with like a weird. Yeah, dude. yeah, you definitely wouldn't. You've never been in one. <laughs> I also think your iPhone comparison was really apt because from things I've heard from friends, <laughs> it works better than anything else. So not only is it aesthetically pleasing, but it's also one of the best options. And when you can also, have it's that, really expensive. Can, yeah, it's like three hundred bucks, yeah. right? Yeah, but when it can, when it can be both pleasing to the eye and be very well designed and be better than most products i think that's like why pax is just dominated because it hits yeah it's also the kind of product like a phone where you just buy one of them you don't need like a coterie of vapes like you just want one good one and you yet, spend I the know money people you have, who have a coterie of, of vapes just like Dita has like 12 <laughs> different phones on itself so. yeah okay okay and Dita has like four different e-cigarettes before actually before Dita got the jewel he was like constantly oh, like tweaking just, and tinkering, yeah, and swapping them out instead of like things. model railroads. Dieter was building vapes. <laughs> well, no, if you're if, like the the, the 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 traditional tobacco vape thing, you you go down like one of three paths. There's like the people that want to like 
just vape for four days straight and they carry on these giant batteries with like weird things attached to them and they blow these giant oh. plume clouds. And then there's like the disposable, horrible looking e-cigs. On those two ends of the spectrum, like they, they just you just look like a nerd yeah. or you're aggressive or weird or whatever. And then in the middle, you there's can't like look aggressive with the blue. Yeah. How well, do you look aggressive? Like I, but the big ones are aggressive. They, they look like they no, look the like brass knuckles. Yeah. Um, anyway, but like, in the middle, I wanted to find one in the middle, which was like ignorable and yeah. also didn't re- and and also didn't require me to think about it, but didn't look as dorky as the blues, but would still last. And I, there, I would go through a bunch of them mm-hmm. and then like the, but Pax's version uh, is really good. It, the the only problem with it is it's also really expensive because you have like they use a little pod system instead mm-hmm. of like buying your own juice or whatever. Yeah. There's anyway, be, yeah, so you can like hack that. There's like going to be printer ink refills at Staples for. I mean, I, I definitely have taken it apart. And of refilled. course. Um, but so here's here's the hard question. What's the hard question? Here's the, here's the hard question. Let's get it. It's that. It feels like, and this is the fashion tech thing that I'm constantly thinking about. Yes. It feels like. Me too. That is a piece of technology that got that didn't exist before it's new and now it is iterated to the point where like it's being accepted in fashion circles because it finally looks and works well enough for the mainstream to get it yeah but it's not and yet it's solving a problem but it's not fashionable right uh actually no 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 flip that flip that i think the reason it's accepted into those circles is because it's not yet technology Oh, I think because uh-huh. it's not identified as like nerd ass shit, it's something that can live in that store because it's a smoking device. It's not. It's not tech. Like well, just like people don't think they play video games when they play on their smartphone. I think people who own a packs who don't worry about tech most of the time probably wouldn't call themselves tech nerds who buy like brand new tech products. They probably think they just have a thing that helps them smoke. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's, that's but so so perfect. okay. So that's the fa- like I agree. That's but that's. It's a better stated version of my foundation for the actual question, which is um, things like smartwatches and smart shirts and like all this other Mm -hmm. stuff is trying to add tech to existing things, Mm -hmm. right? And this thing that you're saying is both sides of the conversation don't actually know what the capabilities of the other side are. The PAX doesn't solve that problem because it's just new, right? The capability is you don't look like a huge stoner when you smoke weed. It solves the problem of how am I going to smoke weed uh, things? How am I going <laughs> to smoke herbal matter? How am I going to smoke herbal matter? Oh, here's an, a device that does it, and I like that it looks right, nice. Right, but, so, but can like a smartwatch ever get to that point? He just keeps pointing at it. Well, because that one is just particular. Like, you have, I mean, the it, smartwatch I will say it's needs the to nicest figure out one. what it's doing for you. Right. And then... Yeah. It can be designed well, and there are some like that. I mean, the, the, we did the, a Periscope the other day where they yeah. like showed me five of them, and I was like, "This was not like." There's some that aren't bad. Oh, which looking. one did you like? Um, or not so, it's circular. <laughs> did it have a leather strap? Yeah, I think and it was yeah. the Moto. The Moto. Mm. Oh, was, yeah, it yeah. Still, was it? Did it have a? Never mind. We're not going. It was either there. the Moto or the Huawei. I watched this Periscope. Yeah, uh, it was really weird to watch this Periscope because it was happening in real life, like four yeah. feet away from me. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was a glass wall. You liked the Huawei? God, I thought that thing was hidden. Okay. Anyway. I call um, it Gordon Gecko Watch. Well, maybe we're talking about different ones. I uh, hate the rectangular faces. Who, yeah, yeah. What what watch is rectangular? It looks crazy. I used to wear rectangular this watches guy. all the that time. One is, this sure still is. dead watch. Yeah. You know, yeah. since the last time on the show, no one else has noticed that this watch is dead. How uh, how many times are we going to bring up Lagerfeld oh. on the show? It's every day. Okay. I saw a cool person wearing an Apple Watch. Like he actually looked cool, and it looked cool on him. And he was walking by my apartment in Bushwick. And uh, he was wearing like all black, like kind of health goth sort of. Yeah. Um, and he had the all like, like you have the black with the black strap. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this guy looks futuristic and cool. Not yeah. like, wow, this guy looks like he bought into a new thing, <laughs> which is what most people look like with the Apple Watch. Man. Do you think Apple has enough money that they just pay people to walk around Bush with? <laughs> <laughs> that would be brilliant. Yes. Well, they're gonna sponsor this Met Gala thing. That's what I mean. Like mm-hmm. Johnny Ive is gonna show up to Met Gala wearing his like. Forty thousand dollar limited edition rose gold Apple Watch, and they're probably gonna like give them to everyone who goes to this party, right? Probably. And, like, is that gonna work? Like, are they gonna break through finally, or is it just Apple's here? I feel like it's still. Whenever you see like a sponsored, like clearly sponsored Apple Watch, it still looks like a person is wearing a sticker that they were paid to wear on their mm-hmm. wrist. Like, I'm wearing the thing for the picture. <laughs> oh my god! Take the picture. <laughs> like, that's what it looks Drink. like to me. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just typing. Don't worry about Should me. We... Uh, wait, one more question. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you about something. I want to ask you about the rose gold iPhone. 
And I want to ask for this specific reason. Sam Sheffer was quoted in the Wall Street Journal today about his rose gold iPhone. What? It's true. Uh, and he was like, it looks to me like a beautiful piece of jewelry. That's no. Like yeah, yeah. But it's pink. He stole Johnny Ives' quote. <sighs> I don't know, man. Anyhow. So give me, just give me like 30 seconds of rose gold iPhone, free, free association. It's Hype check a the rose salmon gold iPhone. blush pink color. Yeah. I don't get a lot of gold tone from it. I don't like the regular gold and white iPhone anyway. Yeah. It seems like R&B in a way that I don't like. Like, <laughs> like you know yeah. what I mean? Like a white car in Miami. Yeah. Um, and like aviator shades, like gradient aviator shades. Um, Those are, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's the life I would, if I, if I could live one life, it would be a white convertible Miami with a red interior and radiant aviator shades. I mean, I'm with you, but <laughs> no, I'm dismissively pink. with it's you. It's baby pink. Baby pink is like kind of having this moment though. And yeah. I think that if you want to look up Glossier, I'm sure your readers don't know what that is, but it's a makeup brand that started by, um, their uh, listeners. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Glossier is? <laughs> I know that they're not readers. Oh, 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 the audience. I'm sorry. It's just. <laughs> sorry. Um, wow. No, but okay. So if we really want to unpack Baby Pink, because we could. Get there. Baby Pink is really having a moment more so, I think, than Rose Gold is. Rose Gold ship. Not that it's sailed, but like it's been sailing. For yeah. A while. yeah. It's not like the freshest it's, thing. It's on the ocean. But well, Baby so it's, Pink it's is kind of like. Gold. It's what? Rose Gold. Wow. Because so many dudes are buying it. Okay. Yeah. Right. But baby pink <laughs> is uh <laughs> We have Nicole on the show just so she can dismiss us. <laughs> I know baby you're keep distracting me from my baby pink. Finish the baby pink thought. Um okay, so I think baby pink has kind of been like infiltrating a lot of visual language, especially in like fashion and beauty lately, which sounds obviously like girls in pink. Trust me, it's different. And <laughs> If you want to look at Glossier, um, they are like a prime example. They even have a hashtag Glossier Pink because their pink on their branding is so consistent throughout. And it's such a like particular hue um, that it's become one of those things that like people who are familiar with the brand, which is a lot and lot, 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 lot yeah. of girls, cool girls who spend money on the Internet, on beauty. Um, just my saying my kind people. of a valuable audience. But they will completely recognize and know what that is yeah. immediately. Why do you, so why do you think? And I think that this, I think that the rose gold shade is very, very, very similar to this baby pink color. That's kind of spent like the last year or so, like being very popular in the fashion space. Got it. Mm-hmm. I just think that it looks like the pink salmon, the salmon pink shirts that like bros wear. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And they're like, Oh yeah, th- these are, this is a color that I wear. Like it, it just there's nothing about it that like, it's just that pink. It's frat boy pink to me. Yeah, I don't know how and why they called it rose gold. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that thought trail off. <laughs> just, just let that sit. <laughs> Look, Johnny, I've even you've been served. All right, let's move on to that. Soft one. layer. Oh my god, we're doing this already. Delivers a cloud. It's built been form. Okay, go ahead. Your business applications and computational workloads are unique, so you deserve cloud resources that meet your specific needs. SoftLayer is one of the only cloud providers that provisions dedicated servers and virtual servers from a single seamless platform. It's all on demand. It all uses the same API. It's all connected to a global private network, so you can scale your workloads up or down quickly and have ample storage space for your storage-intensive tasks. So it turns out SoftLayer is an IBM company in fact, IBM itself uses SoftLayer as its cloud infrastructure foundation for all of its cloud products and services. So even if you're not looking for infrastructure, you can still benefit from SoftLayer infrastructure when you use a platform or a software service created in the IBM cloud. So you're listening to this and you're like, yo, I need some cloud. Uh, you can get $500 of cloud infrastructure by visiting softlayer.com podcast. You can order bare metal servers, virtual servers, storage, networking, and security services from your choice of data center. They have 24 of them around the world, and all of those servers and services are connected to SoftLayer's unique network of networks, which separates private, public, and management traffic, all of which ensures that traffic to and from your cloud infrastructure travels more efficiently. You can automate your and control your cloud infrastructure with a granular API and an easy-to-use customer portal. 
So yeah, you should visit softlayer.com slash podcast to get started with your $500 off servers, storage, network, and security on a cloud built to perform from Softlayer. Well done. Thanks. Should I tell my two-factor authentication story? <laughs> One time it. I used cloud architecture as an opener on Tinder. Because the no. guy had something. Yeah, and, the, and he wrote back, like, uh, what guy didn't write you back or something like that? Wait, what, what inspired you to write the words cloud architecture? Because he had something about it in his, uh, in his bio. So I was like, uh, what's up? Wait, so I you like matched with a guy mm-hmm. who uh-huh. had the words cloud architecture in his as bio. As like part of, yeah, like st- stuff about him and what he does. Who puts that on Tinder? who uses this in an opener. Like, yeah. I mean, I was like, this is going to be great. I can sort of talk about this. And he was just like, shut it down. He was like, <laughs> fuck you. I know that you are being ignored by someone. Like it was awful. Wow. And then I was like, no, I got tech roots. I was like, you know, the virgin, he didn't. Well, that screw that yeah. guy. Ugh. Yeah. You can't Tinder man. You should just change your entire Tinder profile to like, do you read the verge? <laughs> <laughs> it is one of my, like, it is one of my interests on Facebook. There you go. Mm. That's everyone looks at those. And uh, but no, on Tinder it match if you have common interests. Yeah. And it's like well, it's like a fairly common common interest of mine with the Verge, the young men. Do they know yeah. that you're on the show? I mean, I it's never come up. Here's what I'm saying: if you're in the New York City area, start uh-huh. swiping until you oh, find a girl. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> my threshold's twenty-seven to thirty-three. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's transition right from Nicholas Tinder into Star Wars. <laughs> 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 have you had a threshold? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, walk us through what is going. Actually, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of reasons, Chris, on the show. Uh, one, I just want to talk about Metal Gear for the next five hours. Oh no, I can just do no, that for days. We're done talking about Metal Gear. I finally I don't care about Metal Gear. I finally never got, played Metal Gear. We're done talking about Metal Gear. <laughs> Damn it. It's so, it's so bad. It's so good. Oh God, Chris! Chris, you're with me. The game, the entire plot and story of the game is total garbage. But the run around and do stuff, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean everything about it is total garbage, except for like this, the invisible stuff that is happening underneath all the visuals and storytelling. <laughs> like, you, you literally have to strip away all the artifice, and what's underneath is like brilliant design yeah so brilliant that like there's been like all of the kind of social progress of games reviews over the last two years and it was like everyone like got together and like hey you know what that was like really fun but like let's not mention it in any of our criticism yeah. <laughs> let's just give this game tins yeah uh, and yeah that, that, that's what happened it's a great game um sullied by absolutely awful storytelling and views of race and gender. I just played a, a episode of this game in which shit you not the objective was to run around punching children and I just like, oh, didn't yeah. know what I was doing. I was like, why is this so much fun? As I body slammed another child. A mission actually begins by like it says all the characters as if it's a TV show and it's like yeah. starring Snake, guest starring Child soldier. <laughs> that was amazing. What? Like, didn't even get top billing. Yeah, no, like, it was incredible. And, like, the plot, and, like, they yell at you. They're like, do you remember not to kill the children? Just body slam them. <laughs> it's so strange. Are they, are they, like, trying to kill you? Yeah. 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 Oh, so they're, like, child soldiers. They, they, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're at, they are, you are in do they even say which country you're in, uh, in no, africa no i think they get away africa. with the vague like pretend no, you're pretend name of a country. no, no it kind of shows you on a map like parts of africa yeah. like that, but it doesn't identify a country also um every all of those start with like starring snake guest starring blah 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 and then it says featured mecca because you know mech, uh, metal gear is like a mech like the whole po- the engine of the game is like it's all about developing nuclear weapons that can walk around. It's like a mech thing, uh-huh. but sometimes there isn't a featured mecha, so they just list things like helicopters and trucks. And it's like it's a really liberal definition of mech. Like, it's a fucking helicopter, man. <laughs> Anyhow, I don't want to talk about Metal Gear that much, except that I really do. But there's so many games coming out this fall, so I wanted Chris to talk about that with us. But let's start. Let's let's rewind. Let's talk about Star Wars for a minute. So yeah, it's, it's everywhere. I cannot get away from Star Wars this week. Yeah, so the Battlefront game. It uh, To pull back the curtain on TheVerge.com, people cannot get enough of this. I write, like, one thing about Star Wars, and then I get, like, 100 emails being like, that was great, but you know what? What if you wrote more? <laughs> and it's like, what? I, nobody's done this. Nobody ever, like, 
asks me to write more about something. They're usually like, please shut up and go to hell. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it's really bizarre. So should I just explain what the game is for, people, yes. for yeah. five people who I guess don't know? Star Wars Battlefront uh, is, I guess, a reboot of the Star Wars Battlefront series, which is itself an expansion of the Battlefront series, which if you think about like what a modern... Uh, first-person shooter is it, you, you look down the sights of your gun and you shoot people in the face and it's probably pretty violent and very very uh, fast-paced and strategic to the point of uh, not being very accessible if you have not been playing for the last five years battlefront is like the opposite of that it's kind of like i mean it's very big they're big open worlds that you can kind of fight yeah. in uh but it's a thing that I feel like anybody can pick up and play. You don't have to worry about learning how to do what's called iron sight aiming, which is what you do in Call of Duty. Uh, you kind of just point, and then you shoot, and then things die. Um, and then if when you die, which will happen a lot, you respawn immediately. Hmm. So it's, it's kind of perfect that it's paired with Star Wars, which itself is, I think, a very, I, I guess, welcoming brand, and that everyone's force-fed it when they're a young age, so they have some connection to it, at least amongst a certain type of nerd. Um, and, and yeah, it, 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 they work really well together. And I was really skeptical of it. I played it at E3, and it was without question the worst demo I played at E3. Hmm. Um, but that just goes to show how important things like tuning are in shooters. Like, the, the difference between, you know, a reload half thing, a half second too fast or too slow, or just being able to aim at somebody in the right way can make or break these things. Okay, so it, we let we let Neil I talk about Metal Gear. You got to let me talk about Splatoon. What what what's more accessible and fun, Battlefront or Splatoon? Splatoon is the most accessible shooter that I maybe ever. Like, <laughs> I, 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 it's it's designed. They made a shooter that like a child can play, a very right. young child. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's more fun, long term, probably. Probably Battlefront. I okay. mean, we, we don't know. I haven't played the full game. Splatoon was very wonderfully designed. It's a Nintendo third-person shooter. Uh, there just wasn't a lot there. Like, it was very uh, minimal amount of content. And they've been adding more. Yeah, but it's like, don't talk about it on the past tense. <laughs> yeah, but, but Battlefront, it, it just feels bigger. And it feels like there are going to be more modes. I wouldn't say there are necessarily more levels because that's kind of a problem it looks like for release. Uh -huh. uh, they also expect you to spend $50 more on all the post-game content. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I, I am. it went from being something that I was incredibly skeptical of to after playing the beta, something I, that I think is going to be just, it's going to demolish the holiday season. Right. I think it is going to be the big game. Okay, so there's a ton of other games coming out for the holiday season. And I, what I want you to do for me right now Got is uh, the PlayStation 4 is down to 350 bucks. Um, yes. Convince me that I need to buy one. <laughs> this finally. is the easiest job in history. No, but like what game am I buying it for? Honestly, you don't. I would not convince you to buy Whoa. it. What? What about Uncharted? <laughs> no. Okay. Why would you buy a system to play an HD version of something you've already played? Because I've never Even played it. I've never played, played it. Uncharted. You'll here. Here's what you should do if you if you're looking at buying a video game system this okay. holiday. Um, if you don't have anything, sure, get the PS4. Especially if you are a person who is into shooters and you're going to play Destiny. If you're a big shooter person, it is the option uh -huh. in terms of it getting uh, the DLC before everything else. Uh, I also personally tend to enjoy the system more, uh, but this holiday. Ain't got anything. They they have Uncharted and Microsoft. They're Microsoft, Microsoft has the Tomb Raider. What's up? Well, they keep saying it's like it's the best holiday ever. <laughs> yeah. And it's like yeah, I guess if you really like Microsoft games, like they have Forza and Halo and a new Tomb Raider and uh, lots of people else. like those games. Yeah. All coming at the same time. Yeah, I I I'm excited to try the new Halo. I. Whatever. I, I, I'm, I'm into that new stuff. Give me, give me things that entertain me that I haven't seen before. <laughs> Nicola, what's the last um, video game you played? Uh, iPhone counts. Definitely counts. Tinder does not count. Tinder is <laughs> no, <Tinder's laughs> a video Probably game. the Sims. <laughs> I loved the Sims. <coughs> like old school Sims. Well, SimCity early on, but then Sims 2, mm -hmm. many extension packs, 
purchased for various mm-hmm. Christmases. Um, but I played it kind of too, like, I played it, like, until I was, like, 19, like, a lot. <laughs> and then I lived in New York, and I didn't really know anyone here, and I was, like, playing it at night, and I was like, no! I have to go live my fucking life! <laughs> I can't play The Sims, like, anymore. I, I think we all had that moment. In my dorm room, like, at <laughs> night, being like, I'm 19 in New York City with a pillow on my lap and the Sims on top of that, and, like, I just have got to change something here. <laughs> and look at me now. Yeah. Huh? Operation figure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, what's the game to get this? This there's like you and I have been talking. Like there's so many games coming out. What's the game? yeah? I mean, the reality is almost everything is out now. I was yeah. looking through the thing. I was like, oh man, we have so much left. But the reality is, a ton of stuff's already out. Destiny's out. Uh, let's see, the Rock Band Guitar Hero are almost yeah. out. The new oh, Zelda comes out that. in like a week. Here, the new Rock Band Guitar Hero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all the, the oh, new ones. They're all the same. They're all, yeah. just say yeah. it. They're all the same. <laughs> they came here with Polygon. There's no difference rock between Rock Band and Guitar Hero. Oh. Sorry. They're the same game. Yeah. I, yes. They're the same game. Yes. The drums are get... better in Rock Band. Uh, no. It's the same game. <laughs> <laughs> well, the old Rock Band drums I had were definitely better than Guitar Hero drums. Okay. Because, you know, Guitar Hero was like, what are these drums? We don't know what we're doing. We're a guitar game in the Rock you know. That's how oh, I always wow. imagined it going down. Like a bunch of like plastic guitar designers being like, oh, we got to make these. What are drums, man? This game is about guitars. You don't think they were what? super idealistic no. in the Guitar Hero factory? No. Right. Wait, what's what's the game of the about... holiday season? We didn't, we didn't answer the question. No, wait, did uh, did right. I tell you about the other Rocksmith or something? The well, moment no. that I saw I've... the game that first introduced drums? No. So I was, uh, this is probably embargoed, but whatever. Those people, <laughs> I don't think they have any money anymore. Um, <laughs> So there is this company that was like trying to compete with Guitar Hero and Rock Band, right? And they were gonna they're gonna win the race to getting drums, but they knew like drums take up a lot of space, and a lot of people play these games in apartments. So we go into this meeting, and there's like a big wall, and you can see a guy's head just kind of peeking over it, and it's like, oh man, there are drums behind that. They're gonna announce those drums. It's gonna be a game changing moment. And Phil Collins, uh, what is it? I can feel it, Colin in the Edge of Night, comes no. on and get to that drum solo and do, 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 do. And the board falls over and there are no drums. There is just like a thing on the ground and it's using like, I don't know, the Sega activator method of like IR blasters really? to tell when you're swinging. And it's just a man hitting the air with drums, rocking wow. out. And it was the saddest moment. <laughs> and there was a deep inhale where everyone gasped at how sad it was. And then everyone in the room at the same time uncontrollably laughed at him. <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh. the saddest moment oh. ever. Um, anyway, what should you get this season? I have, I have three things. That's um, too many. Well, okay, no, I'm going to give you... Uh, uh, we can do I'm one casual kind of throwaway thing. I'm going to give you an indie game and a big game. Right. Yeah, that's good. Okay? Because I'm going to assume that like people already know what Fallout is. I'm yeah, think Nicola, what's Fallout? Fallout Boy. That's the first time it comes <laughs> oh, to mind. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And Fallout Boy, we're releasing their first video game this season. They yeah. should. Why not? That'd be fun. It'd be just them like buying bars yeah. in Chicago and letting them fail. Sorry, that's a piece of my personal story. <laughs> I heard the Fallout Boy stock was going down, down. Um, oh. We got to just end the show. No, anyway. Pete Wentz bought. They had Angels and Kings. I think they have one here. Oh my god! Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had it, the Angels and Kings. Chicago was like particularly good, bizarrely. Uh, and then it just he just let it spiral into doom. Damn. It was. One, I had a birthday party there once. And I thought to myself, what if Pete? Did. What if Pete Wentz came to my birthday did. party? No, they had a really good like front area. Like it was like yeah. a, one of those like long narrow bars, but at the very front there was like this big circle couch. In like a room. Uh, how was old like did a good you turn? Place. Do you remember? Uh, twenty six. I don't know. One of those. One of those numbers. Twenty six. Twenty seven. Something like that. I'm coming up on one of those. Yeah. Enjoy this. Oh, the God. last. I'm about to turn thirty five. I'm dying. I'm like falling apart. Don't like even, every day. Don't even start. Every day me. for me right oh, now is a new midlife 35. crisis. Why how old are you, Dina? I'm like fifty two. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun thing about. Not to gender it, but <laughs> talking to men is you can just be like, how old are you? Because you're really not supposed to ask women that. Like, yeah. Sometimes no, you're I, just I, like. I like to ask every lady I meet how old they are. How right old off, are you? Right from the jump. And what is your wow. threshold? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's actually really important. Uh, and then I, and then it's weird as I take out my phone and I make a note of it. It's so creepy. It's like that is, could be the creepiest thing that you could do, men or women. The first time you meet somebody, ask how old they are and then write it down. Tanya, no, comma, no. Walter, <laughs> eighteen. Take a picture and like write the number in their face. <laughs> This is going to be a great stylist. Yeah. With a stylist. <laughs> oh, that's so. Oh, I think we all know what we're doing. Speak into your watch. Um, take a picture with your like Samsung oh watch. Take like, a picture. Right? Yeah. And you ask it to like Nicola, put a age twenty four. <laughs> okay, Google, take a note. <laughs> This is great. Every time we're on the Vergecast, after 45 minutes, we all just explode in laughter, which I hear doesn't always happen, but maybe. I don't know. No, it does. It, we, it's just we tell really <laughs> creepy stories to each other about behaviors that we no got, one should have. We got to get the games. We can't leave, oh. can't leave the, the, oh, yeah, the, the readers games, the games. hanging, the audience. Well, I know <laughs> my game of fall. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> Snapchat game. <laughs> right. Chris, any game and big game. Uh, indie game is called Mushroom Eleven, and it's not my favorite name. No, you know, not, not the witness. Um, but it's, it's made by only. a New York designer, and you are a green blob, and you uh, like an iguana. You you grow your tail back. You 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 like chop it in half, and wherever the biggest portion that is left is, it expands back to its like normal size. So you make your way across this kind of post-apocalyptic environment by cutting yourself in half over and over and over again and regrowing. It's kind of hard to describe, but I it's like the most fun game. Did you ever play World of Goo? Like yeah, yeah. millions of people played this game. It's it's like the new World of Goo. It's it, it, I think on iPhone it could be like the first huge like good iPhone game that isn't like a puzzle game or a card game in a long ass time. Uh, unfortunately, I think it's only out on Steam for the holiday. In uh, the big, big budget game that people maybe don't know about is Just Cause Three, which has the potential to be super racist and insensitive. But we'll <laughs> see. Um, but what what video game doesn't these days? Um, and it is you. You're like a dude who is throwing like, I guess, stopping a government coup on some tropical island. Uh, but the bigger joy of it is you can pretty much do anything and you are wildly overpowered. So you can attach yourself with a grappling hook to a helicopter, fling up into the helicopter, throw the person out of it. It's like aim the helicopter at a building, jump out. Cr- like the helicopter brings down parts of the building. You fly down, land on top of a car, hijack the car, and then drive off a cliff and then parachute or like wing dive out of it. Like it's very much... The idea of, uh, I guess, GoPro sports inside of a Grand Theft Auto type of game. And I think it's had two other versions before this. I think this is the one where it kind of breaks away and gets kind of the credit alongside Grand Theft Auto that it's due. It's like if you took everything fun about Grand Theft Auto and for the most part stripped away all the story. Unfortunately, whatever story I have seen of it uh, has me a little worried. Uh, There are a lot of kind of funny accents and stuff that mm-hmm. I, I'm hoping they actually casted locals and didn't do the thing where you like hire somebody who just happens to be available in Manhattan. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that'll be a very popular surprise game and that comes out in December. Hmm. Yeah. This is your moment. Building a website That's the moment. can be tough. Even if you do know your way around coding. Is it Squarespace? I bet it's Squarespace. Creating something that looks good and that actually works well is a time-consuming affair. Can you spoil the ads? Whether it's for a business site, a portfolio, a restaurant, or whatever else. In this day and age, you probably need one. Squarespace. Well, lucky for us. Squarespace. Squarespace (laughs) makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Zero perspiration (laughs) websites. Not even a bead. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful websites that off book. look professionally designed regardless of skill level. No coding required. Not only does Squarespace provide you with intuitive and easy-to-use tools to create your website with, it also has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. Squarespace. And you know you can trust Squarespace for your website needs when millions of people and some of the most restru- respected, respected brands... In the world, brands that would never screw up the word respected <laughs> use it too. Squarespace. Squarespace. Seriously, you can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. Because 
because gives you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website for only 8 bucks a month. You can even get a free domain if you buy for the year. So what are you waiting for? Start a free trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. And when you sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code Squarespace. No, wait. Has <laughs> <laughs> any brand ever used their own name as their own offer code? That would be, ba- that would be the best. Uh, it's Verge, Offer right? code Verge. You yep. get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for... Uh, shit. Well, I don't know. What square, <laughs> is it Squarespace cast. for the Vergecast? <laughs> uh, support everything. We would like to thank Squarespace for their support of Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Sorry, what, 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 what site was that? <laughs> Circle, don't, look at, uh, don't look at me that way. Look, I think we should all creepily whisper Squarespace. That should be the whole ad read. Just 30 Squarespace. seconds. Of us doing Squarespace. Yeah. We have a Halloween episode upcoming. We should do spooky ads for the Halloween episode. (laughs) We should make make that noise. Look out behind you. We got, we got, we could keep talking about video games or Apple watches, or we could talk about iMacs, or we could talk about Android marshmallow. We should talk about both the iMac and the Android. So, uh, and the Android, you know, it runs the Google. Um, actually it does. Nicola, tell us about it. Actually, that's a, it, it runs the Google. That's my whole angle. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh yeah, that's your angle. Yeah. Finally, John Chen understands something. Right, right. Nicola, tell us about the iMac. Out of, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> what happened. Uh, they they updated the iMac. Okay. Um, yeah. There's a big one, which is 27 inches, and it has a wider color gamut. Shows yeah. more colors. I'm the, I think I'm going to finally buy that one. My iMac at home is dying. And then the, the little one's cheaper and has mm-hmm. a really high risk screen. It has a 4K 15, screen. 1500 bucks. Yeah, but at 1500 bucks, you should not buy the 21.5 for the at the 1500 bucks because it comes with a I, I think it's a 5400 spinning platter hard drive, Ooh, what? which no. Brutal. You do not want that at all. You like do whatever you have to spend to get up to whatever the base fusion drive is, which yeah. which do you know what a fusion drive is? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you care? Are you interested? It's Tell me. Why not? Yeah, learn if, something. So you know how your your computer is faster cuz it has a, a SSD, a solid state drive. It doesn't have a hard drive that like spins around and makes noise. Okay, yeah, yeah there's no more noises. Right. So <laughs> You can take, I can't tell who's patronizing who in this conversation. <laughs> you can take a hard drive and make it half spinny, noisy, and half like solid, and it, then you get both. Yeah. For why? Uh, so that you get the speed of the, the SSD. SSD. The, no, the, the speed of the, 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 the non spinny. Oh and you get the storage and the cheapness of the spinny. Oh. So you get more storage for less money. But seriously, historians for years are going to be trying to figure out who's trolling who in this conversation. <laughs> This whole the three of us though is really like all different kinds of. Sorry, um, Chris. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, no, 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 because we're no, all no. we're all past progressive Midwesterners with, with our own like specific version of that, and I don't know where you're from, Chris. Maybe you're probably yeah. not from the Midwest. Yeah, oh, I mean you're nice, though. Maybe you are. I don't wow. know. <laughs> uh, he's from a, a city that has a really bad baseball team, is my understanding. Wait, well, actually, this is gonna excellent. win. It's the year of the Royals. <laughs> Alex Rios is still awful. Don't tell him that. Oh, I'm not gonna. Lie. <laughs> but wow. that's why the like who is trolling who works so well because yeah. it's just like Minnesota versus Wisconsin. Just like, mm. are you Scotty? Yeah. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> Nicholas' parents know my parents. I think my Neli's grandma. No, no, Neli's mom was my grandma's doctor. Yeah, it's like old crazy shit. If you want a job in at Vox Media, make sure 90s. my parents care for your parents. Yeah. Wow. That's, or something. That's it. That's the nepotism I practice. My grandma watched uh, the Apple Watch video. Oh, my God. And she saw your name. And she was like, I used to have a doctor with that name. <laughs> like, as if you don't have the most common last name. Yeah. And uh, then Especially we in the doctor pieced community. it all together. Yeah. That's amazing. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry, Minnesota. Any better. So, 27, I'm finally going to buy it. But the real story is they redesigned... <laughs> I'm trying. I'm try- the- By the way, my mom is calling me right now. Oh my god! That's what's happening. Is she watching live? No, no. I hope not. Okay, mom. The whole part about weed, nothing to do with me. <laughs> uh, somebody else. Someone else smoked the computer. My mom is calling me to get help with her Um Actually, so the the can I wait? Can I tell a, can I tell a parents and technology story? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, I'll be real quick. So it happened here. So, you know, there's nothing more embarrassing than, like, when your parents call you and you have to walk them through, like, clicking. Like, I can think of many more embarrassing things. Well, that. no, but there's, like, few phone things that are more embarrassing. Because, you, you know, you kind of get mildly irritated, but you don't want to yell at your parents. for You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know this tone? This I parent, just had this. This yeah. parent-computer tone that you yeah. have, which yeah. is like, ah, oh, 
Uh, there's actually a really funny Amy That's Schumer. why the Apple Genius Bar exists. Anyway, there's a really, yes, but not for this. Okay. So there's actually a super funny Amy Schumer sketch about it. But any, anyhow, so then it calls me, uh, and he is trying to upload. He wrote a letter of recommendation for, like, one way, someone to go to med school. Um, <clears throat> and he's like, I can't upload this file. And I was like, what format is it in? He's like, I don't know. And I was like, read the box. It tells me the letters. And he's like, it accepts TXT and DOC and blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I know what's happening. Um you use there's a super old version of Word for Mac on your computer, and I bet it doesn't accept that version of Word for Mac. So like, we walk through this whole lengthy click on this thing, make this happen. What's happening? I don't know what I'm doing. Am I holding the mouse upside down? Parent computer conversation. We export the thing as a PDF, upload the thing. It's done. I'm like, great. I got to go back to work. My dad's like, wait, where did it go? Oh no! <laughs> it was just like oh, I don't. No. I oh. literally did not know how to answer this question. Ha. Like it's such a conceptually the cloud. Yeah, it's like I don't. Let's start at the start. <laughs> there is the internet. <laughs> there is a collection of servers. It was just like with this mode. Anyhow, um, Macintoshes. What's important about them is the keyboard, keyboard, and mouse. Mm -hmm. or, uh, well, well, there's the keyboard, the mouse, and the trackpad. <clears throat> so here's what's new. The keep the they're all wireless and they all don't use AA batteries anymore. They're rechargeable and they recharge with a lightning cable. Same thing your iPhone does. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing to know about them is they're freaking expensive. The mm -hmm. trackpad's 130 bucks, and the oh, keyboard is 100 bucks, and I don't know what the mouse is. Right, um, but they're great. But like, the mouse is like not really changed. It, it, it's got like new plastic on the bottom, so it glides across the table just more silkily. And they smoothly. took out the they took out the double A batteries, right? Yeah, they took out the double A batteries. And you can't use the mouse when it's plugged in because the lightning cable goes like smack in the bottom of it, and so you can't actually use it. Mm -hmm. um, but the keyboard is really shallow. I like it. I hate uh, even the keyboard of the MacBook Air now. I hate it. It's way too like mushy. I yeah. got so used to the new MacBook where like the key travel was oh, like, you're basically not. Yeah. Because the other one's a review unit. I was only doing it for El Capitan. Uh, I'm going to come back to this guy. Yeah. But you were so in love with it. I still am. But there's no way to plug it into anything. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I bought the keyboard and the trackpad. I spent the $250 for to replace a thing that I already have and didn't need to buy. Yeah. Fashion. I hate my old keyboard. Fashion. fashion. Yeah. Well, Exactly no, I, right. Desk fashion. I just don't know about force touch on an external trackpad. It seems like a strange concept to me. Yeah, whatever. I don't use any of the force touch features. Yeah. I don't a, either. I don't uh, use it on my phone. I haven't used it. Really? Haven't forced, I haven't 3D touched this phone in God knows how long. Yeah. I haven't even tried that yet. Yeah. Do you have the success? No. She oh. just bought a six. Remember she was on the, no, that's she got right. the big... Yeah. You can't, you can't do the 3D touch then. I know, you I know, but like I haven't had like someone else's in my hand to try it yet. Uh, yeah. You should try it. After the show, yeah. okay. How often do you use 3D Touch? Be honest. Never. That's what I'm saying. Never. It's, what is it yeah. supposed to do? Like, what are you supposed link, to get out of it? If you see something linked, mm -hmm. and you're like, "Oh, I want to know what that is," but I don't want to switch apps, you can push on it really like kind of harder, and then you'll see a little preview pop up. So you'll see a preview of a map, oh. or a preview of the web page, or uh, other stuff. The other thing that it's used for is on the home screen. You can push really hard on an icon. And it'll give you shortcuts into different parts of the app. So on Instagram, you can like push on it really hard and jump straight to selfie. Yeah. Or on, I don't know, what else can you do? Um, no, on Safari, like, you can jump to a bookmark. On the phone, you can like, or the, the messaging app, you can jump to messaging somebody directly instead of having to like open the app, find the yeah. person, blah, 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 blah. That sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. no? No, it's just like, it's got There's just no, there's no good reason. Yet. You got to do Why? more with it. You know, like the app develop, like I use it most, it's funny. I use it most in Safari because mobile Safari has this irritating propensity to not do anything when you try to click on a link. So you can squeeze the link and be like, and then it like pops open. <laughs> That's it. Do you want to know the biggest change to yeah. this phone? This is going to be my review. Do you have one? We can, we can transcribe this and put this on the site. I don't mind. Uh, Chris Fan, Apple Review. When it rings and it's quiet, it feels like it's electrocuting you. Because the new buzzer is like that little zap feeling. Yeah, have, you, huh. have you felt this? If you put it in your pocket and it feels, I, I kind of like it, but it definitely feels like it's electrocuting you. It feels like a little taser. I, I, mm, I, 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 I can just mm. actually feel it now, which is good. It's super weird. Yeah. I think y'all are crazy. If you, you, you think it just feels like normal buzzy? No, it definitely feels better. I think it feels It feels better. unsettling. It feels alien. 
Somebody snuck something in my I don't pocket. think you have enough to do in Texas. Yeah. That's- <laughs> I have so much to do. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the Harmony Elite Remote. Boy. Oh, that thing's piece of garbage. I just bought You're one. You're crazy. The new one? It is. Yeah, I, just Chris Ziegler just I, spent, I spent 350 bucks I'm on I'm thinking about buying one. You don't like it. Ziegler no, loves I it. Buy it, loves it. It is fantastic. Go get it. It is so good. Is this for No, her? it's not. I'm waiting to You're find out what it, how it'll work with the new Apple TV before I buy it. Here, here's the awesome thing. We're talking universal. Oh, you're deep, you're deep in now. a gadget hole with us now. No, I know, but yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. over this before when I've been here and we've been talking about TV and if TV yeah. can be better and easier yeah. to use. So yeah, what no, is we're this? just talking about the remote control now. I know, but like, why would you buy a remote that didn't come with your TV? Oh, uh, so many. So you, it can control <laughs> everything. It has <laughs> totally trolled you again. A thing. No, I do You just troll people into like mansplaining. <laughs> that could be my column. Mansplain to me. Yeah. Oh my god. No. No. No, I don't think no. I do not want that. <laughs> no, my column's it. called You're Doing It Wrong. Oh, that's a good oh. one. Oh. And it's just okay. pictures of fashionable tech items. It's, it's just, just it's just pictures of Swarovski Samsung phones. Yeah. Yeah. Take the crystals yeah. off. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> uh, no. Actually, I, I bet Dieter was going to explain. No, I'm not going to because I can't Sorry. tell if I was being trolled, but no, I'm no, sure I'm I was. Asking I'm nope. really, genuinely too, curious. Too late. <laughs> now you'll never know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, you can, you can control, control all of your crap instead of just the one thing. So you don't have to have 50 remotes. You just have the one. And this one can yeah. control your smart light bulbs too. Yeah. That's and why Chris loves it. And because Chris Plant, both Chris Ziegler has an apartment in New York that he's illegally rewired to be smart. Fact, yeah, seems uh, cool. Uh, he actually, I it's remember a, he when he would sell his old condo in Chicago because he illegally, <laughs> illegally rewired. He's it. like, I can't let another person live here. It will kill us. <laughs> uh, and then Chris Plant just bought a home in Austin and is now turning into the ultimate Texas homeowner and is constantly making it smarter with gadgets. Correct. Oh my gosh! When so at night, my my wife hates a remote controls, and we've had other Logitech controllers, and they're awful, and I hate them too. But like, I feel bad because. They usually just don't work, and then she has to, like, dig out for other remote controls. And she's like, why did you do this to me? I don't want any of your stupid crap. I just want a TV and, like, a normal remote, which is understandable. But now, like, this one, you hit a button at – there's, like, daytime TV and nighttime TV. And if it's daytime TV, it changes the light colors to normal – and oh, I thought doesn't it was, dim them. I thought it and, like a preset and channel. It sets, the, it sets the nest to 79 yeah. degrees because that's daytime temperature. And then at nighttime, it dims everything, sets some blue, changes the nest to 75 because that's nighttime temperature. And it sets it to the channel that we always start on, which is Food Channel, because you know that Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives is going to start <laughs> on 9930. And that is, it's so stupid, but it's so wonderful that like everything, all these stupid little things that I do as force of habit every night, like reset the damn lights and like change the temperature. Wait, you were resetting the, the color temperature channel. of your lights as a force of habit? I do because, because so I, I check changing am, the color temperature of your lights. I don't, no, I don't like, awesome, I don't actually. like reflections on the TV. Oh, and I see. if we change the color temperature of the lights, it doesn't reflect, but she likes to have the lights on. So it's like compromise. That's yeah. what relationships are. Here's, about. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say to you. All of the thing, the functionality that you're describing is great, right? And like it's macros flawless. are cool. The product, flawless. the product is garbage. You're like, crazy. It that feels hob so is good. So slow. In the, in the oh, buzz, you're just mad I'm because it has an IR repeater has in it. it has, I installed IR blasters in my fucking home. Do you know what a breakdown that is for me? I why did them. you Why did you do that? I didn't even have to plug any of my IR blasters in. It just worked through the Wi-Fi. I don't know, man. Whatever. I'm done. That hub is dumb. That, that's all I'm saying. And the, yeah, the dude, iPhone app is garbage. You should get it and be happy that there's finally I mean, a remote that actually have, works. It should be I have a Harmony One. I have no reason to replace it. Yeah, right I'm now. switching back to my anyway. Ew. Other well, than it the, should be the interface for there controlling it is horrible. There should be a law that prevents Silver Logitech light. from writing software. Silverlight. What are the? You have to use Silverlight no, to update the hardware. No, no, it's great. You, you, the elite, you download you an app on your phone. Yeah, you can't and do you that do on the all one. In your phone. No, there's a web app for the it's one. It's not really. Operable. No, it's not the Silverlight thing anymore. So then, can H, yeah, it's a proper it's HTML super, app. Super it's still a mess. Okay. No, it's like a modern crazy. mess. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. All right, we should end this show. Chris, you're wrong. I was not agree that the Verge.com gave it eight out of something. Look. Ziggler's a Harmony fanboy. That's just where he lives. He's bias. <laughs> Says the man with a broken Apple Watch. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not broken. I just choose not to charge it as a statement. 
about the futility of our modern technological lives. If you'd like to learn more about the futility of our modern technological lives, you should follow us on various social channels. We are Verge on Twitter. On Snapchat, we're The Real Verge. And you know what? Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. It's uh, youtube.com slash The Verge, I believe. Just search for The Verge on YouTube. You'll find it. Um, And you can also uh, go and rate us on iTunes at itunes.com slash The Verge. That is the rating system that matters because Apple is... um, a dominant, unstoppable force in podcasting. Apparently. Find an algorithm and game it in our favor. Just yeah. anyone you want. There you go. Push uh, like on Facebook. Retweet on the, the, the tweets. Yep. I, I forgot what Twitter was called. <laughs> the tweets. Yeah. Retweet the tweets. Uh, star the iTunes. What are some other algorithms you can game in our favor? Uh, I don't know. Just follow us on Snapchat. That's good. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank Braintree for sponsoring today's episode of The Vergecast. They give you a full stack payment solution, support for all sorts of payment types that your customers might want. It'll work with Android Pay, Apple Pay, PayPal, Bitcoin, Venmo, cards, and whatever's coming next with a single integration. Works across all platforms. And you can check it out for yourself at braintreepayments.com slash vergecast. Uh, more Twitter handles. I am Backlon. Neli is Reckless. Christopher Thomas Plant is at Plant with an E. Nicola is Nicola Fumo? Underscore. Nicola underscore Fumo. And yeah. uh, we are all at Verge. And you can just use hashtag Operation Figurehead. <clears throat> yeah. It will. And all tweets directed at Nicola for the next week. Thanks. Yeah. That'd be good. Cool. cool. Bye. Rock and roll. Wait. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>